What's happening? Bonjour. Oh, cultured. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to Cake and Combos. It's your boy Manga. And your girl Ham. How y'all doing today? As as the um gospel folks say, blessed and highly favored. Oh, we need some of that nowadays. A little sprinkle sprinkle. It's just like not even the middle of June. And I'm just wondering what next week holds. Man, this is like, uh, what is it? It's like either The Bachelor or one of those reality shows where it's like, tune in next week. It's definitely It's definitely what? Flavor of Love. Mm hmm. Flavor of Love. Which flavor are you trying to get? Dear Lord, I don't know. But let it be something sweet. <laughs> let June have something good in it. You know, it's only, it's only basically half the year. But I feel like it can turn around, though. Any at any moment it can turn around. I have full confidence at any moment it can turn around. Now what happens after the turnaround? Mm, let's you know, let's see. But I have all faith. Yep. Right. So thanks for tuning back in with us, uh you guys. We appreciate you. Um shout out to you for just being you. Okay. We appreciate you for that fact. Um we've talked about a lot of things we try to keep it current and keep us on the pulse. What do they like to say? <laughs> on the pulse. I don't, I yeah, don't. So, apparently I'm, no, something like that. We're not we're not the like coolest not kids cool. in school, but you know, we get the lingo every once in a while. Definitely not a coolest kid on the block, but we appreciate y'all for hanging out there with us. Um so today we added in Beans. eggs. Okay. Yeah, because I mean most cake what 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 am I saying? <laughs> All cake. <laughs> Unless you use some kind of substitute or, you know, you're just vegan or I don't know. I don't know what they do. Substitute egg, but you need egg to hold it together. Absolutely. Right? We got to hold it together. Now, Ham, can you explain to the audience what egg is about this week? Okay. So, egg, we decided on making egg about... Let's just say delayed or kind of put aside things. So egg is a very essential thing in, a, in baking a cake. It's, it's part of the foundation. So sometimes with our foundation, we might try to find substitute. So instead of using egg, I think some people use applesauce. So what we're going to discuss today is on your egg, are you do you feel that you have made the decisions from your foundation? Like as a child, what was your, what were your dreams? What was your goals? Like, what did you want to do? And like, are you walking in those now? Or like, has life and life circumstances now kind of deferred you from pursuing what it is that you initially wanted with all wonderment as a child? Because I think as we get older... And we let a lot of things into our lives, such as other people's opinions, reality, um, stability, or the need for stability. We try to conform what we had as an abstract thought and make it more tangible. And sometimes we'll like lose 
track of that whole abstract thought completely and go for something more practical. So I guess what I want to discuss with my friend Manga is, do you feel that you have deferred your your dreams to fit into what others or what would be more stable as an adult? Or do you feel like it's never too late to go back and chase what you want to do? Well, well, well. Um, So when you first started talking about it, I instantly thought of the show Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, my God. And I was just like, first of all, I made fun of Nikki watching it at first. But then I got into the show. And because they had this accent, I don't even know why she had this accent. But I was just like, Little Fires Everywhere. So (laughs) I'm not going to ruin it for some people. But... I'll just say there's a main character that had the opportunity to chase her dreams or settle into what was comfortable. And this could happen anywhere in the United States, really anywhere in the world, where if you have a structure, a community structure that makes you comfortable and you don't have to sacrifice or put the work in, most people will... Go for that comfort slash security. Um, yeah. It was it was interesting in the in the show though because she was with um, her ex and he was like, "Come to New York with me." And you gotta give a little context if somebody's not seen it. Wait, what? You gotta give a little context if somebody well, hasn't seen it. Basically, they're both journalists and they're doing this study abroad type of thing or vacation. I don't know. They were what. It looked internship turned internship turn into yeah so, like summer vacation slash we just gonna live out here in France so they're chilling in bed and they're just like yo come to uh come to New York with me I'm gonna try to go for the New York Times or whatever like that and the girl's like but my house my mom has a house in Bakersville or Shakersville or whatever and Shaker. Baker. And I could just be a reporter there, a journalist there. Why don't you just come here and settle down? And that was the moment where she picked to settle instead of actually going for what she wanted. And I feel like a lot of people do that. My personal thing is life is short. I definitely um, come from a family where if you are not a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer... What the heck are you doing with your life? So that's that's my culture. But um, my personal family, my dad has always been... I get a lot of qualities from my dad. But my dad has always wanted, you know, the best for me like all parents do. But he dreams a lot. And he's like, he's told me, you can be an astronaut. You can be a doctor. You can be whatever. And the one that made sense for me was to go into physical therapy. And this was based off an injury when I was like 16 or whatever like that. And um, yeah, I was just going, this is what I wanted to do. Went through school. Mind you, my grades weren't great at all. <laughs> they, but, they, but, but, you but know, I had, I wanted to keep the dream alive. This is what I wanted to do. 
this was my dream that my parents encouraged, by the way. I think that's a big difference because prior to, you know, I've had dreams of, you know, doing graphic design or doing something in the creative space because my mind worked that way. But towards physical Mm. therapy, I was more like, okay, I'm going to get this career and then create something in my creative aspects that can help with, that can help in the career. So, um, yeah, the... The higher up in education I went, the more difficult it was to be on pace to get into this field. Because just like most things in medicine, I won't speak much about law, but more in medicine, you have to make the grade to even be considered. And then you have to be well-rounded. And then you have to be, you know, take care of the poor and travel throughout the countries and make a great impact just to even get admission into the program, and then things get weeded out in a class of 40. And then hopefully after you take your boards, then you become a doctor and then you start. So I've seen actually several different types of people make it through, but they all kind of have to have the grades, right? So um, there was just a point in my life where I just broke down and I was like, I cannot believe I'm letting go of my dream. But it was... Because the it, the fuel of this dream was for stability and for approval of my parents. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it that's hard. But then again, on the flip side, I'm trying to create generational wealth in that type of career, which is not bad. But in terms of numbers, it's not like I'm going to be dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars for my future kids and grandkids and et cetera. And I've realized, you know, the creative people in this world partnered with a business-minded person, they can change the world. So it's like, what type of impact are you trying to have? So in terms of me personally, this is a long-winded answer, but uh, yeah, stability was the go-to at first. But I understand a lot of Americans and a lot of people leaning towards stability because it's easier that way. What about you, Ham? But is it too late? Is it too late? Um, yes and no. It all kind of depends on what your dream was. You know, I also had several dreams prior to. Like, I thought I was going to make it to the pros. But in terms of that type of dream, physically, you cannot keep up. It's not like someone that's 28, 35, or anywhere in between can be like, you know what, I'm going to work out, do real well, and I'm going to be a professional basketball player now. Like, no, there's certain peaks in your age where it's like, if you don't do this now, it's just not going to happen. You can contribute. You can be a coach. You could be a, a owner of a team. You could be whatever. But if you don't make certain sacrifices and do it at a certain age, you cannot go back and do it. So certain things that require more of a physical ability. Yes. They have limit. But in regards to somebody who has either been too afraid to step out and do something that they actually wanted to because they fear to because even now, um, I know a lot of people in my field um that picked it because it was safe. They're always gonna hire in the education field. And I know a lot of people who they're okay with their position, 
but it's it's not fulfilling them. And you can see it as the years go by. And like as the years like just like in Little Fires everywhere, as the years go by, even though she's probably put it on the back burner, right. it still popped up. You know what I'm saying? And when it popped, it brought back all these woulda, coulda, shouldas. And at the end of your life, do you want to be buried? And that's what a lot of old people, like if you go to nursing homes and stuff like that, if you ask them their regrets, one of them is like, I didn't do what I wanted to do. Right. Or I listened to too many people or um, I was scared. Fear is a is a huge term factor. To be honest, a lot of people are scared because it's a real, like, it's a real fear of lack of stability. You know, like, it's a real, it's a real thing for somebody to not feel secure, especially in a world that has no safety nets. We don't get safety nets. If you're blessed enough to have parents to care for you, shout out to my parents. Um, Shout out to your parents as well, because people. Like, as you get older, like, as I got through college and stuff, I realized some people's parents just didn't even drop them off. You know what I'm saying? Or didn't even, they was like, oh, you 18. And they was like, you 17. You really can get out now. That's wrong. But I'm not going to say that's wrong. Uh, some people thrive under that type of pressure. And some people, um, you know. That's true. But as a child, in general, you shouldn't, like, you're a child. Come on. And then sometimes, based off of those circumstances, they're not even able to pick what they want to do because they have to get something right now. You know, some of it is about time and timing, and some of it is just having that right opportunity. But if you choose, well, I will say some people, they are in that situation where they're like, I hate my parents. I hate my mom. I hate my dad. I haven't. I left the house at 17. I'm never coming back. And then they put themselves in situations where it's like, well, you could have had the support to figure it out, but you chose to struggle. And then just for your self independence and then not even be able to do what you want to do because you didn't have time to sit process and plan out what you wanted to do. Well, yeah. And see, we know that there's a, all that like everybody's path is different. Some people are not afford the same opportunities. We're just, I guess, in general, just speaking, if you, I don't even know, let's just say you well-adjusted, you have the option. It's just lack of fear or lack of confidence in yourself or just the maybe even pure laziness, just eh, whatever. Maybe I want to, but I don't, you don't want it enough. Like, I think the takeaway is to be honest. What are you? What is your purpose? You find your purpose a lot of times. I feel like if you do find your fir- purpose, fear shouldn't even be an option. Because a lot of people are dreaming Correct. to know what their purpose is, but they are so clouded by just the heaviness of life, especially what's going on nowadays, that they're not able to focus. Like people can't turn their TV off, they can't get off social media to sit down and think of what's good. For me, it's 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 a hard conversation, especially when most people are going to be like, I don't know what's good for me. I had to ask myself what's good for me several times. And it's like even through that, eventually I get crumbs of, OK, this is good for me or OK, this is what I'm good at. 
And it, it's hard. Self-development is hard. But the payoff is, like, it's stupid amazing. Yeah, self-development, well, I mean, nothing nothing worth getting, really, is going to come easy. I don't know too many things that come easy. Not even, like, your gifts or, like, talent. Like, some people are talented. It can it can feel easy, but, like, the process of, like, making it beneficial or, like, it breathing purpose into your life, it it's not easy, like, to discover yourself or, like, to hold a mirror up to yourself and be like, this is what you're really good at, but this is where you really suck at, and you need to look at it because nobody wants to hear about how sucky they are. Just tell me how good I am. That's it. That's, that's I need. And that's the best thing about criticism. It's... It's one of those things. It's an acquired taste, if you really think about criticism. Because, did I go to the Did you go to the, um, the LQ? Nah. Probably not. We had, we had like a camp master dude. And he was like, criticism is a gift. Or, yeah, I think he said either criticism or feedback is a gift. So every time you get it, it shouldn't be something that's like negative. But more so it's something like, thank yeah. you for helping me out. You don't have to get helped out. People don't have to listen to this podcast, but, you know, we appreciate your comments and criticism because we are fine tuning ourselves through this and content to give back to you. I'm not saying to be people pleasers, but this is also something where criticism is a useful tool if you know how to use it. Correct. Constructive, constructive criticism is powerful. I think it's a whole that would be a whole nother topic right there on um uh what is seen as a troll or what is criticism. Well, I'm a troll on social media sometimes. So <laughs> there's different types of trolls. See, that's a whole see, I don't even know all the different well, I know some of them. Some are some of them are for an agenda, some are just for fun. Right. Just like everything else in life. It's uh, this is it's it's interesting. Um, as we were, as I was thinking about eggs, I was thinking about you know how dreams can be crushed or dreams can be birthed out depending on what type of pressure is applied on the person. So it's like you could have a dream and you could have a good environment, and next thing you know, you produce something great. Or based off of your environment's fear for you, fear for your future. Or you yourself, you, you could just crap the bed and boom, you you have a jaded childhood dream that you could resurrect, but your mindset is just like, nah, it's too late. Yeah, man, it could be a whole lot. I think people just, yeah. Because dreams? What were you saying? I said because that could be a whole mental block because dreams can't get tainted. Mm-hmm. Where are you? You got a rattler? What are you doing? I don't know. It's either the the internet or the matrix are you shaking you- can you still hear me no slightly you got on dog tags or something Ooh, a storm is brewing i hear it outside what and you know what that storm's saying mm. we but should it's about, about time to talk about it anyway <laughs> is it what's your th- what's your thoughts on this what's been going on hello mm, i saw michael shay earlier and he was talking about the whole black lives matter movement and he was saying Black people aren't even asking for, like, equal rights. They just ask for it to matter, like, a basic right. Just like he said, um, the LGBTQ, uh, I hope I said all of them right. 
community was asking for equal rights. <laughs> black Lives Matter is just saying black people matter. And we just matter? Yeah. And he was like, they were fighting for black people. I- That's the most basic of basic, man. But um, it's... It's, it's, it's sadness. It's, it's almost like, I don't know, because just because you look a certain way that you get certain privileges. And like, it's weird to say in general, because that's that's like high school mentality anyways. Like, or just because it's a, I don't know. I I really wonder what it's like to like talk to a person who's never had to think about certain plights that they might have, or it's never even dawned on them that like they could be seen as a threat well, to stop breathing. So much to say, but I will, I'll say most people are basic and because they're basic, they're only <laughs> they're only they're You're only cat. thinking about skin tone when in reality this is a deeper conversation. Um, when people feel like their lives are threatened, that's when or their livelihood is threatened because of movement. That's when a counter movement happens just to try to shut the other movement up. Um, I do think it's a lot happening. People were comfortable and they didn't realize. Oh wait a minute! I've been benefiting off of this. Yeah, kind of been playing in your favor. I mean, it's been in the background of their lives while it's been the fourth of people of color. Yeah, but honestly, I wouldn't even blame them because if you if you're on if you're on you the beneficial side and you don't have to deal with it, you're not going to bring it up. It's like and some might not even realize. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a factor to them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not a it's not a thought if you benefit from something. It's almost out of sight, out of mind, because you ain't thinking about something if it's if it's right. I'm not thinking about how I'm breathing right now. I just know that I benefit from being able to breathe. I'm how my lungs and my body sends the message to my my system and my nervous system. I don't even know if my nervous system even hooked up to it. I don't even know what my body say to my body say. Okay, you need to breathe oxygen right now. And that's the thing. It's so like embedded that it's hard for people to be able to be like, oh, I didn't know, but. There, I mean, hundreds of years, people have been like, you know, this is wrong. And um, the thing is, is globally, it's not just a black-white thing. It's a injustice thing. Um, there are definitely people in Africa, different countries, that are warring, warring against each other. And it's not even about skin tone. So it's about just the justice. People um, have to de- think deeper than skin tone. That's why I'm saying most people are basic. But you have to give them, you have to give them grace and be able to teach them. If you feel stubborn, you're like, no, you don't. I don't need to teach them. I don't need to educate them. They should have been known. Then you're part of the problem. Correct. Right. So then you're thinking like, yeah, like, the opportunity to. There are some people, people that I know that are white. And they've always had white friends, always was in a white community, and never had to, never had to, um, what is it, populate with the minority. And if they never had that opportunity, then there's things they don't have to talk about. Like, I make sure I have multiracial friends. I've always been in a multiracial neighborhood. I wasn't in a multiracial school as much. But when it came to my choice especially being older, I like to have diversity in friendships because you're 
personality and your point of view is different. And that's going to enhance my personality and my point of view. And we can feed off each other. But if I like to stay in a bubble that's so comfortable, then you're only going to be able to grow so much. Right. And I'm saying this for white people, black people, everybody. I know there's black people like all black everything. I don't care about no white people. And I don't think that's the best thing because your mindset is limited. I do think it's important to have pride in your culture and yourself. But don't close yourself off to other people in general. Because you need, if we're all going to be on this planet together, we need to understand how each person works or each community works. You ain't, you don't have to necessarily even like people, but you need to know how to function with them. It's like those cousins. You, you got a couple cousins. They might not like you, but your family. You're in the same family. You got to deal with each other. Might not be often, but you got to deal with each other. You just need to know how to coexist. Yeah, coexisting is important. It's just people need to strip away certain mindsets because if you're not able or willing to coexist, and I'm saying this for white people to be like, hey, I'm going to hang out with these black people or be under leadership of a black person for a certain thing because of their ability, like you have to be able to humble yourself in all situations. I've learned that being humble gets you in in the door of a lot of opportunities just because you're approachable. And if we're all trying to succeed and do what we want to do in life, you have to be approachable to a point where you can benefit off of something. Yeah. And everybody has currency. Currency does not, there's no, <laughs> there's no race currency. Okay. There's no black money. There's no white money. Okay. It's just money. So, Okay, mm-hmm. I don't care about that. I don't know. It's um, your time and being your timekeeper. Yeah. You me well, um, guys, this is egg in a nutshell, or egg in an eggshell. But um, bum. But um, bum. So um, <laughs> definitely <laughs> tell us what you think. This could be a ongoing conversation on egg itself because it is a foundation. We have our Facebook page, Twitter page. Instagram, follow, subscribe. We have a subscribe form. Um, like us, please. Like us. Oh. But seriously, this could be an on, ongoing conversation, and we definitely want your thoughts, your criticism, as we are also developing and becoming better podcast people. Yeah. We're still, we're still infants in this. Yes. Infancy. Infancy? Well, babies. Yeah. Little babies growing. Little pocket babies. Any last words? No, just thanks for thanks for listening, y'all. Appreciate it. Um, we try to make these things more just conversation um, instead of like a talking at each other type thing. Like, and so we can't wait for you guys to be involved in the conversation. Um, just for me personally, I get real nervous about putting stuff out. So be real gentle with me because Nah, give me all that I am smoke. Still a baby. <laughs> I need the smoke. He wants the smoke. You know? give me the kid gloves, okay? I need training wheels. Get him the smoke. Ooh. But if you got smoke with my partner, hands. You got problems. Anyway, <laughs> nah, you got any man. Money? Just nah. This was this was good. We just thank you guys, and um, we're 
we're ready for this next episode. Stay tuned in and peace out. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace. Till next time.